Hi, I'm Sam, and welcome to Radio Headspace. It's Thursday morning, and I'm at the Headspace recording studio. I find myself here more and more these days, which has been a lot of fun. I recently recorded a set of meditations, and when we record, we contend with outside noises. Every time we hear a plane or lawnmower or some other mysterious sound, we have to pause and re-record parts of the meditation. And on most days, we only have to pause a few times over the course of a few hours. But on this particular day, we had to stop every few minutes. So I noticed that I was getting frustrated as my meditative state was continually interrupted. I had to reestablish my energy and focus, and I was feeling some frustration and exasperation. In these moments, I'm so grateful to have the tools of emotion regulation at my disposal. And I started to think about all the moments when I had developed these skills and then taught them to children. I've been teaching mindfulness and emotional regulation to children, teens, and families for over 10 years, and I've worked in schools, treatment centers, and universities, both around Los Angeles and abroad. And there were so many times working with children when I had to start and stop as they learned the basic art of sitting still, sometimes for just five to 10 seconds at a time. I learned to let go of my plan and expectations pretty early on in my career, and I adapted the sessions by meeting them where they were. I celebrated each incremental victory, even if that meant they didn't shoot me with a Nerf gun that day. Both working with children and recording amid many interruptions requires a great deal of distress tolerance and resilience. I learned this term, distress tolerance, when I was studying clinical psychology in grad school. Distress tolerance helps with finding short-term relief for difficult situations, and it minimizes the risk for impulsive behaviors and accepting reality instead of approving reality. One of the skills I teach children to help them develop distress tolerance is this acronym we call STOP. And it stands for stop what you're doing, take a deep breath, observe sensations and urges that you're experiencing, and proceed with more calm. So let's try this now. And if you're driving, just keep driving, paying attention to the road. So we're going to start with taking a deep breath. And then just observe any thoughts, any mood states. Notice any urges. And then notice any sensations in your body, especially around your shoulders, your jaw, and your abdomen. And then just take a moment to notice how you feel. Did something shift? Maybe you noticed you were holding in your breath a little bit or that your shoulders were scrunched up to your ears. So often this short mindful pause helps us to recalibrate so that we can remain resilient throughout the day. I also remembered a helpful term I learned from therapy called the zone of resilience. And I help children understand their own zones using a feeling thermometer. And I'm amazed by how often children love talking about their feeling thermometer. And the way it works is I ask children to identify what their 10 out of 10 on their anger scale looks like. And when I do this, they'll often act it out or just show me their angriest face as they try to describe the intensity of the anger they feel sometimes. And then we identify situations that cause a 5 out of 10, or what we would call frustration instead of rage, and what causes a 2 out of 10, which is just slight agitation. 
I highly recommend creating a feeling thermometer with your family. Start by choosing an emotion like anger or anxiety, and then draw a thermometer with 10 levels that you can write next to. And think about what the emotion looks like at each level. You can ask yourself and your family members, what does a five out of 10 on your anger scale look like for you? What causes a five out of 10? What body sensations do you notice? And what thoughts and urges do you have? Clues your body and mind are giving you that it's time to pause or do the stop practice. Take time to identify other tools or activities that help you to regulate. It might be taking a bath or exercising or reducing sensory stimulation. As you learn about what helps your family members or friends, you can better help each other when you need a mood shift. One of the most grounding tools for me in moments of frustration is gratitude. In today's session, amidst multiple interruptions, I zoomed out and remembered how fortunate I am to have this as my biggest stressor of the day. And remembering this, I said a silent thank you for this opportunity, and it helped me remain positive as I looked forward to my next recording session. So thank you again for listening, and as always, we'd love to hear your stories about trying out tools like STOP and the Feeling Thermometer for yourself and your loved ones. I'll see you back here tomorrow.